Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. I want to take the time to say that I did not plan this episode. I have had other episodes planned. But due to the recent event of Mr. Brody Lee's death, I decided that I want to take the time to do a tribute on Mr. John Huber. Many of you may know him as Luke Harper. He passed away tragically on December 26, 2020, a day after Christmas. And this came to a shock as many, including myself, he, because he was only 41 years of age. He died 10 days after his birthday, which was December 16th, just 10 days. Um, you know, I found out on a Saturday night that he had passed away. I, I was scrolling through social media and saw, rest in peace, John Huber, and it's, and I saw Brody Lee's picture. And like anything you see on social media, you know, it's always hard to believe. You don't know whether to believe it's true or not. So after doing some research, man, I found out it was true. At first I thought, you know, what could he have passed away from at such a young age? But then it said a lung condition that was non-related to COVID. Now apparently nobody knew about this, about his lung issue. Um, I know that he had been off of Ollie wrestling for quite some time, but it's just sad. It's sad because 2020 has been an awful year for all of us. And all of us that watch pro wrestling in general. Um, we've lost a lot of great names this year. We've recently just lost Pat Patterson. And now we lose Brody Lee as well. But Brody Lee's death is a shock to many. Because of how young he was. And, and the fact that this is coming right after Christmas, you know. At the end of 2020. John Huber, he leaves behind his wife, Amanda Huber, and two young children. I also wanted to take time to say what a great job Ollie Wrestling did last night with Brody's youngest son, Brody Lee Jr. I thought the AEW tribute was great. I loved the little video package at the end that they showed. But I also want to say 
that my tribute episode that I am doing is not a review of last night's episode, but this is my own. I was going to do this episode sooner, but I want to do this episode right. I wanted to learn more details about Brody. You know, I, 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 I just, I didn't want to say, you know, stuff about him that we've already known. I wanted to dig deeper and find out information about his personal life and find out more about him as a human being. Now, Ollie Wrestling, man, they did a great job last night with the with the um the video package and the tribute. Now a lot of people were saying that he deserved more from WWE's side of things. Of course Brody Lee did work in WWE before signing with AEW under the ring name Luke Harper's many many of us may know him. He was a member of the Wyatt family. Um, you know, WWE, I feel they could have done more. Being that he was with WWE from 2012 up until his release. Um, he, he's worked for WWE for... Know, many many years and they, they could have done maybe a little video package of their own you know under the Luke Harper character but at least you can say you know that WWE did do something for Mr. Brody Lee John Huber at least you could say that WWE did acknowledge his death um I know that there are some wrestlers that WWE hasn't acknowledged in the past. Some examples, Lance Cade, Umaga, who I don't even think the WWE even acknowledged their deaths. So when, when I saw that WWE had acknowledged the fact that Mr. John Huber had died, I was okay with it because... You know, WWE could have went the route of not acknowledging him at all. So for the fact of giving him that little tribute, it was nice. And we did see later on through the show, Drew McIntyre, you know, saying, coming out and saying it's Monday, you know what that means. And then we saw Xavier Woods, you know, with the, use the finisher, that, that Mr. Brody Lee had used in his career. And what a finisher it was, too. You know, Mr. Brody Lee had one of the best clotheslines in pro wrestling, in my opinion. I've always loved his finisher. I don't think he got a lot, a lot of credit for as good as a wrestler he, as he was. He was a big man. He wasn't, you know, a high flyer. He was very tactical in the ring. He was fun to watch. Not just for his athleticism, but his his character. He played his character well. And you know this guy meant something to the pro wrestling world. When you have all these guys from AEW and WWE together saying about what a great man he was. That's when you know you mean something to the pro wrestling world. I feel so sorry for his children to have to go through this. Especially a day after Christmas. But I do love the fact 
the day, you know, that All Elite Wrestling gave Brody Lee front row seats, they treated him as family. You know, have him come out with the mask, you know, with the kendo stick, and, and just, you know, show him a good time last night. Because after all he's been through, he deserves it. He does. He deserves a good time. He deserves to have have fun. So my hat goes off to all elite, all elite wrestling for doing this. Now I know a lot of people criticize all elite wrestling, and I have in the past for their booking or whatever. But um, what they did last night with everything was just great. And I, and I think it was also nice the fact that that they offered you know Brody Lee con Brody Lee Jr. a contract with AEW a future contract, meaning that when he is older he will sign with Ollie Wrestling. And I thought that was a, a nice little tribute. Um. Like I said, his death comes comes at a shock to many. I was definitely shocked. But it was so nice to see, you know, Eric Rowan debut on All It Wrestling to pay tribute to his former tag team partner. It was so nice to see guys come together, talk about their memories, not just on social media, but on TV as well. We saw guys like Chris Jericho, Darby Allen, John Moxley, you know, guys like that, that that were sharing stories. We saw Eddie, Eddie Kingston, who John John Huber had teamed up with in the independent circuit. We saw Eddie Kingston give a touching tribute as well. It was definitely hard to hold back tears. Because you know how much this guy meant to the wrestling business. And anybody that talked about John Huber, they never had a bad thing to say about him. They've always said what a nice guy he was, how caring he was. He loved to tell jokes, he loved to laugh. It's upsetting to see a guy die so young, but you have to look at it this way. His legacy lives on through his two his two children. And his legacy will live on through pro wrestling. Because he's left an impact in pro wrestling and an impact on a lot of lives in the wrestling business. And what I've seen in the past few days shows how much he meant to everyone that's worked alongside him or fans who have watched him in the ring and watched him grow as a character. He was he was one of my favorites in the Wyatt family, as a matter of fact. I always thought, you know, he never got enough credit for how much work he did. This is a man who was trained as a backyard wrestler by Kirby Marcos and Rick Matrix. Huber Boy number two alongside his brother Huber Boy number one then he would later on become Birdie Lee who we all know today you know the name Birdie Lee if you hear that name Birdie Lee 
you know it's something special. You know, Brody Lee back in the day was obviously something special. And now when we hear his name, we're going to think of someone special. Someone who left an impact on all of us. Now he would later on in the independent circuit he would go on to win multiple championships. And like I said during the independent circuit he would align himself with Eddie Kingston and they would go on to have this stable called the Roughnecks. You know, John Hebrey spent a lot of time in the independent circuit as Brody Lee, developing his character. And what I found interesting was the fact that he worked for Ring of Honor, which I never knew. He had a little stint ring of honor, and I never knew that. Um, but I think a lot of his early on success comes from his independent circuit days, where he's won multiple championships, heavyweight championships, tag team championships. You can't you can't ever forget his early on achievements. He's made a name for himself as Brody Lee. And he's, he's had a lot of success as Brody Lee. John Huber, man, he signed with WWE on March 12th of 2012. And he would go under the name Luke Harper, as many of us know him in WWE. And then he would align himself with none other than Bray Wyatt. Who Bray Wyatt saw as the first son in the Wyatt family. Now during John Huber's time in the Wyatt family, I've always considered him as Bray Wyatt's right hand man. Not discrediting Eric Rowan or Braun Strowman, but if you think of two members of the Wyatt family who stand out the most, you think of Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. Because those guys were close, not only in the ring, but outside of the ring. And we've seen, you know, how close Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper were. You know, Bray Wyatt also did a touching little tribute to Luke Harper on Instagram. So when I say about, you know, John Huber, Mr. Brody Weir, whatever you want to call him, when I when I say He's left an impact on a lot of lives. I, I, don't, I don't just mean, you know, the people he's left alongside with. It's the fans. It's his friends, his family, everybody. And yes, this man died at 41 years old. But in his 41 years of life, he's, he's gave a lot. A lot of love, a lot of laughter, a lot of good times. And that's something his kids can, you know, be, be proud of. They could say, hey, that's my dad. My, my dad did that. And, and those kids have a lot to be proud of. You know, we know him as Brody Lee. We know him as Luke Harper, but his children know him as Dad. 
and speaking from someone who has lost a father at a young age. I lost my dad when I was 15. So I know what it's like. Losing your father at a young age isn't fun. It's not the best thing in the world. If anything, it teaches you a lot of life lessons on how to cope with life and reality. It's, it's, you know, there's no words to describe it. Um, like I said, you know, he left a lot of impact on a lot of lives. Mr. Huber did. And like I said, you know, back to Bray Wyatt. How I've said the Instagram post about what Bray Wyatt said was very touching. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It was a very nice little tribute. You know, Luke Harper, he had a lot of success in the Wyatt family. In the Wyatt family, I think during that time, in 2012, I think they were a great stable, one of the top stables in WWE. Now, they weren't always booked fairly. But if if it wasn't for guys like Luke Harper in WWE, then I don't think Bray Wyatt would be where he is without Luke Harper. Without Bray Wyatt's right-hand man. You know, these are guys, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Eric Rowan, these are guys with Luke Harper, you know, they would go on to have beat with the shield, which is most memorable. When you want to think of historical matches with the Wyatt family, you think of the shield. The match they have with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. You know, but but John Huber he stood out in that stable. Just like he stood out in the independent circuit as Brody Lee. Now Luke Harper would go on to not only find success in a stable as the Wyatt family, but he would find success in singles competition in WWE. Now before we get in to his run as Intercontinental Champion. I just want to say that, you know, I do feel as if he could have had a, a better singles run in WWE. I think he was overlooked in WWE. Um, because you've seen... You, you've seen... Um, Eric Rowan in the past too that he had troubles with singles competition at WWE and was later on released due to the COVID pandemic but he was never re-signed, he never re-signed with WWE um, so I think Luke Harper was overlooked I think he deserved much better than he was treated in the WWE with the character as great as he was, you could you would think they'd have something for him creatively, and I think that had that was a lot of the problem. I think that they didn't have nothing for him creatively. I think that once they they took him out of the Wyatt family, you know, during his last few years in WB, it was just rough and. 
after the after the whole stable you know disbanded we've seen guys like Bray Wyatt struggle too with singles competition back when he was the eater of worlds so when I say that Bray Wyatt wouldn't have success without John Heber I mean that because when Bray Wyatt was in the Wyatt family that's when he had the majority of his success so without John Huber maybe there wouldn't be a Bray Wyatt without guys like John Huber there wouldn't be a Wyatt family now as I said before Luke Harper, after the Wyatt family had disbanded, he would have a championship match with Dolph Ziggler, and he would win the Intercontinental Championship, which again, um, like I said, I feel as if he could have had a better singles run. He definitely deserved more. But that's WWE, you know. Um, of, co of course, John Huber did find success outside of WWE. He found success before WWE, so you can't discredit him. He's accomplished a lot. But I, but I do feel as if he could have had a better singles run. He shouldn't have been just looked at as the Wyatt family member. He should have been looked at as a singles competitor of his own. And, and I think maybe that's because he spent too much time in the Wyatt family that people just kind of looked at at him as, oh, that's the Wyatt family member, that's not, you know, that's, that's not the Brody Lee from the independent circuit, that's not, you know, the guy, the guy that before the independent circuit had so much success. And I think it was even stated in the past that, that Luke Harper didn't really enjoy his time in the Wyatt family. I think it was due to, to a lot of their booking early on that made that time so enjoyable for him. He, he didn't... Um, He didn't enjoy his, his uh, time with the Wyatt family during that time. And that's been known through interviews. You know, personal interviews that he has shared in the past. But He's, he's left an impact on WWE as a whole. Even though he didn't have a good singles run as the Intercontinental Championship, as the Intercontinental Champion, he, he left an impact. No, he didn't win the WWE Championship. He didn't win you know, the United States Championship or whatever, but you don't got to win championships to leave an impact on a company as big as WWE. It's about how you, how you are in the locker room, how you treat your fellow co-workers, and that is something that Mr. Brody Lee will be remembered for. Now after his singles run, he would go on to you know, 
have a tag team run with his Wyatt family brother, Eric Rowan, as the Bludgeon Brothers. Which they found success, but but even with the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick, I thought it could have lasted a lot longer than what it did. Um, I don't think it was something taken very seriously. They kind of dropped the ball with it real fast. I feel like it could have been better. I felt the ring gear was great. The whole gimmick was great. The entrance was everything was just good. That's what I mean. When the Wyatt family was together, they had success. But there would be no success without John Huber. There would be no Bludgeon Brothers without John Huber. And Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, man, they would go on to win the Tag Team Championship. Which I don't think people really expected them to do that. Being that they spent so much time in the Wyatt family. And again, I think the Bludgeon Brother gimmick wasn't taken very seriously by creative because it could have been something because even even back then the tag team division of WWE wasn't that great and quite honestly the tag team division of WWE hasn't been that great for a long time but I'm not going to criticize them this isn't about WWE, this is about John Huber. This is about Brody Lee. But I just want to say that there would be no Wyatt family without him. There would be no Bludgeon Brothers without him. There would be no Bray Wyatt. So thank Brody Lee for his time in WWE. And, I, and I'm glad that he had a singles run in WWE. Might not have been the best singles run, but it definitely was something more than what, you know, more than what he was given. Um, if that makes sense. I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, He accomplished more than people probably would have thought he would. I think he I think he was overlooked in WWE. But like I said, I think a lot of that has to do with how much time he spent within the Wyatt family. Now, if he would have spent maybe less time in the Wyatt family and they would have branched him out in a singles run or something, maybe he'd have had more success. But you can't discredit him for anything. Because, like I said, he's found success outside of WWE. I do feel as if they treated him unfairly when he left. Um, I remember hearing rumors that he begged for his release at the time. That he wanted to be released. And, and finally, when he was able to get that release, he was he signed with all, all Elite Wrestling. Where he's found more success. Now, when he signed with Ollie Wrestling, I think it came as a shock to many. As many probably thought him to just stay in the independent scene. But like I said, 
He's found success outside of WWE, which is great. And he made a name for himself as Brody Lee, which he actually would file a trademark before he left WWE for the Brody Lee name. Then he would debut in all elite wrestling as the exalted one of the Dark Order. And as many of you as many of you may saw with the tribute last night in all elite wrestling. One stable that stood out last night was the Dark Order. And just like the Wyatt family, you know, there would be no Wyatt family without John Heber. I can't say that enough because it's the truth. He made the Wyatt family. And like we saw last night with the Dark Order, the Dark Order, they weren't taken very seriously. But when John Huber debuted as Brody Lee in the Exalted One, he made that group more than what it was. And I think that going forward, I think that group will stand out to many. He's, he's left an impact on not only WWE, but all, all elite wrestling as well. And everybody last night, you know, they gave a, a, a great little tribute, whether it was in the ring or just an interview. They remembered this man. But the one thing that stands out for me the most during the show is how well they treated his son, Brody Lee Jr. And I take that very personally because I'm someone that, that's lost their father. And I know that Brody Lee Jr. appreciates everything that AEW has done for his family even though he's so young it's upsetting to see a child lose his father but like I said early on his legacy will, will live on through his children through his career in pro wrestling through the stories from the guys in the locker room that knew him that knew him most twenty twenty is a hard year guys and and this comes as a shock to many. This was a guy who just signed with Ollie wrestling not that long ago. Now he would quickly win the TNT Championship from Cody Rhodes. As it seemed this guy would be pushed to the top as being the exalted one, Brody Lee. Brody Lee, the name that he has made a name for himself in the independent circuit. And when he became the exalted one, was when I think people started looking at him as, hey, this guy can talk on the mic, this guy's good, he can cut a promo, this guy can work. People just didn't look at him as the, the member of the Wyatt family. They looked at him as someone else. And he, like I said, he would go on to win the TNT Championship. He would hold that title for 55 days. Um, I guess apparently he had had an injury or something. I don't know. But um, I guess that's why he dropped the title. Um, which I, I, I don't know if it's true or not. If it wasn't true, I'd say he should have kept the title longer than what he should have. 
um, I don't know how serious his injury may have may have been. Obviously, he was kept off of TV for a long time. I don't know if that was due to the lung issue. But, um, he's had a few great matches in all wrestling. Even though he was there for a short time, you see the impact he's had on that company in such a short time. And I thought AEW did a great job in remembering him like they did. I love that little video package at the end that they showed with him. It's, it's such a shame. It really is. And it, it, it took me a long time to process this. Because he was one of my favorite wrestlers in WWE that stood out for me in the Wyatt family behind Bray Wyatt. And you gotta give thanks to Mr. John Heber because without him there would be no Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt is one of my favorite wrestlers. John Heber certainly made Bray Wyatt what he is today. You know, like I said, it took me a long time to process this. And I didn't want to rush this. Now, I know this podcast, this episode, it might seem like it's, you know... I'm kind of not not in order. I'm kind of just rambling on, but that's because it took me a long time to to find the right words to say. Because I'm I'm honestly still in shock. This this year sucks, guys. It, Especially the day after Christmas, you know, 10 days after his birthday. He had just turned 41. And, and, I, and I just hope that all, all elite wrestling, that they treat Amanda Huber and, and Brody Lee's two children with, with just as much respect going forward as they did last night which I'm sure they will you know we've seen Eric Rowan debut last night we've seen him just as many other just as many as others hold back tears Eric Rowan is somebody that teamed up with Luke Harper with John Huber in WWE like I said as, as the the Bludgeon Brothers now going forward it would be nice to see Eric Rowan appear for all, all Elite Wrestling now that is unknown but um it'd be nice to see him wrestle for that company AEW. I also think it was nice, you know, the Cody Rhodes tribute at the end. They awarded Brody Lee Jr. with the TNT Championship. And it is very touching because me losing my father at a young age. I know what that's like. I know what those first those first few days are like. It's not easy. B 
being that everybody you know, comes in support of this family is great from both sides of pro wrestling, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor. They all come together to honor this man and the impact he's left on a lot of lives. Because he certainly has left an impact and a legacy. Even though he hasn't You know, been in all elite wrestling for such a long time. He's accomplished a lot. Winning the TNT Championship from Cody. Becoming the Exalted One. Making a name for himself. Not only in the independent circuit as Brody Lee, but in all elite wrestling. Like I've said early on in this show, that when you hear the name Brody Lee, it's going to ring a bell. You're going to remember a special human being. That is John Huber. Now, I've seen interviews in the past of Mr. Huber, of how easygoing and nice he was. He just seemed like a real laid-back guy. Somebody that was easy to get along with. Chris Jericho actually shared a story about how he invited John Huber over to his house and that his dog, Chris Jericho's dog, he didn't like anybody. He, he wouldn't go towards anybody, but then the dog came over and was, was licking John Huber. Which came to a shock to Chris Jericho because I guess that dog never really took to anybody. And that just shows what kind of human being that John Huber was, the fact that everybody liked him. Not just as a pro wrestler, but as a family man. And I honestly hope that Brody Lee Jr. knows how much his father meant to the wrestling business. I hope that growing up that Brody Lee Jr. will remember the impact his father had and be proud of his father. I really feel sorry for that little boy. I, I, I do. That's why I said I wanted to do this episode right. I wanted to do my own tribute to Mr. Brody Lee. Now I know that what I'm talking about isn't much to some people. I probably could mention more. But I want to talk about his accomplishments. I wanted to talk about his success in WWE as I remember him. I wanted to talk about him as a person, him as a human being, not just what he's accomplished in pro wrestling. Because what a great human being he was. So I wanted to take a few days to gather my thoughts. And gather information on this man. Before I did the episode. I didn't want it to be rushed. And like I said, I had planned to do other episodes. I had planned to do another episode this week about something else um obviously this episode was not planned 
but I wanted to do this. I wanted to give my own tribute to Mr. Huber because he deserves that and so much more. It's just a sad world we live in, honestly. Um, like, I'm still choked up about it. Like I said, I know this episode may seem like it's off the wall just everywhere to those who are listening, and I apologize for that, but I'm still choked up about this. Just like many of us are. We've seen that on the faces of many wrestlers last night on AEW. We've seen it on social media, the outpour of love on social media through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The hashtags. Thank you, Brody Lee. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Those hashtags. And another thing I like to point out is the fact that the t-shirt that they had last night for Only Wrestling was record-breaking. It sold out within an hour of that episode. Which all proceeds will go to his family. And I, and I know that that a lot of people criticize AEW. I know I have for their booking. But my hat goes off to them and Tony Khan for putting together this magnificent tribute. While we may not agree with everything that they do as a company, we gotta take a look at what they did last night and thank them. Because John Huber deserved it all. He deserved that tribute. And I'm glad they've recognized his accomplishments. And they shared pictures of him, you know, with WWE superstars. We've seen Bray Wyatt last night on Ollie Wrestling as a, in a picture. We've seen guys from WWE, Cesaro, Drew McIntyre, and, and, and photos last night. So I'm glad that all, all Ollie Wrestling didn't just share images of him in AEW, but they also shared images of him in WWE as well. And like I said, I love the little tribute that Cody Rhodes did last night. I think that was great. Brody Lee will be recognized as the greatest TNT champion going forward. And forever. I also heard a little rumor that... The TNT Championship will be redesigned to honor Brody Lee. To honor this great human being. To honor this family man. And like I said, I, I do love the contract that was offered to Brody Lee Jr. And the fact that they did everything to cheer this kid up. And what was a very hard few days for him. We've seen guys last night break character. Chris Jericho on commentary. You know. 
I think it's so great when you know wrestlers break character, but in a situation last night, I think it was so touching to hear Chris Jericho on commentary giving his tribute to Mr. Brody Lee as well. But we've seen guys like MJF, you know, come out and stay in character. But then have, you know, Brody Lee Jr. hit him with a kendo stick. <laughs> um, I thought that was a good touch. That was a pretty cool moment for, for you know, Brody Lee Jr. Give those kids, give those kids everything. And I hope that all Elite Wrestling, you know, they continue to reach out to this family. Later on down the road. Which, like I said, I'm sure they will, you know. But it's, 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 this guy was so young. And when people heard about his death, you know, people probably automatically thought COVID. As COVID has claimed the lives of so many. But when people heard that it was a lung disease, you know, it was even more shock. Not just like the fact that he had died at such a young age, but just the fact that he had had lung problems that nobody had known about. With this pandemic being as crazy as it was, you know, COVID is something that whenever somebody dies so young, you think automatically, okay, they died of COVID or a drug overdose. But nobody expected Brody Lee to die of the lung issue. In a pandemic like this, you know, as I've said in so many other episodes of mine, I've said about how pro wrestling has been affected by this pandemic. And if it wasn't for guys like John Huber entertaining us during this difficult time, where would we be? So thank you, John Huber, Mr. Brody Lee, the Exalted One. Thank you for everything you have done for us, not only in the pro wrestling business, but as a human being. Thank you for entertaining us during a horrible time in 2020. My hat goes off to you. And all your wonderful accomplishments you have accomplished throughout your career. And I know your legacy will, will live on. He has an amazing family. And I hope they're proud of their father. I hope, you know, pro wrestling gives the support to his wife, Amanda, as well. As she has, you know, lost her husband. This is an unexpected tragedy. But his life will live on through pro wrestling. And through the stories of those who knew him, as I've said. And, and, and it'll take time to get used to this. Not seeing him in the ring, not seeing him perform. But we know he's with us.
He may be gone, but he's not forgotten. And that's something we have to remember. He was a very special human being. And he will be remembered as the most caring, outgoing person in the world. I'd like to thank you all for listening. And I'd like to say rest in peace, Mr. Brody Wee. You will not be forgotten. This will be my last episode for a while. I will be back in two weeks. But I want to thank you all for listening. Have a nice day and God bless.